This is Cat's Podcast, episode number 23. Welcome back to my show. I'm Cat. I'm your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. And first of all, I want to send you some lovely autumn vibes from Vienna. That's where I am at the moment. And the weather is just beautiful. I'm looking out to the window while I'm recording this and it's a beautiful autumn day. You know this golden autumn light, I absolutely love it and it's just um, a beauty to see it and to be in it. So on that note, welcome to this episode where we're gonna talk about grounding and focus and the reason I'm recording this is because I've seen it with my morning routine and some other strategies that I'm applying in my daily life, how they can really affect how you feel and um, ultimately help you live a better life. So I'm, I'm giving you five strategies that really help me with grounding and with focus in this time of the year and in this crazy year overall. And maybe there's something in there for you that will help you too. The interesting thing is that apart from this worldwide craziness and all the change and the uncertainty that we can feel, which is um, movement in a way, and when you look at it from an Ayurvedic perspective, movement and change is air. So it's really connected to the air element. And that's also why we might feel a bit more scattered in our heads, a bit more airy, less focused, and in extreme cases, even lightheaded. So I've had that on a few days. And that's always a sign for me to really come back and to ground myself. So if you're experiencing any of this, you know, a lack of focus, feeling like you're having a thousand things on your mind and going off in all directions, but not the one thing you want to focus on, or you feel just really ungrounded. And on a physical level, maybe you have um, dry skin and you're really cold. That can all be a sign of too much vata, too much air in your body. And then you might want to um, try out these grounding strategies I'm giving you now. So the first strategy is also the hardest one, and it's drink less coffee. <laughs> I know it is a hard one, and I'm a big fan of coffee. I love my coffee in the morning. But what I felt, especially over the past weeks, is that if I drink a second one, it can turn out to be a bad decision. It can really um, get me off rails and make me feel lightheaded and kind of unwell. So what I've come to do is one coffee in the morning, which is basically um, two espressi. Um, I make them on the stove in this little stovetop cafeteria, which I love. And... Then when I feel like a second coffee later in the morning or in the afternoon, I would go for something else. I try decaf, <laughs> but what is even better would be um, tea. And I got an amazing mix of mushrooms, mushrooms and roots. And that's also a lovely powder that tastes kind of coffee-ish. It gives me a coffee feel, but... It hasn't this effect that I feel airy or too lightheaded. 
So that's the first strategy, drink less coffee. Which brings me, coffee actually brings me right to the second one, which is my morning routine and having come back to a really fixed structure. So I've had a morning routine for the past five years and I'm playing around with the elements according to my needs. But what I felt over summer is that I was... Um, was too flowy with it so what I felt during October during this month that having a more fixed structure again really helps me to structure the rest of my day to focus more and also by doing so to definitely feel better so that's how I do it I um, when I get up I drink warm water. That's the first thing I do. Then I brush my teeth and then I sit down to do my breath work and meditation. And after that, I'll have my coffee and I'll sit there and really enjoy it in silence. That's really the sacred time in my morning. And what I usually do when I drink my coffee is that I write. So I'm a big fan of writing, especially in the morning, because it helps to bring you so much clarity and you know go through stuff process stuff it re it also really helps to bring out um creativity and and positivity so if you've never done that um maybe try that as well but what i really want to say here is that sticking to the structure is really what helps me ground at the moment and what helps me focus and set my priorities right and not drifting off to something that's actually unimportant, but that catches my attention in that moment. So another crucial element really here is um, staying off your phone in the morning. And I have some days I don't stick to this golden rule, but I'll look at Instagram or look at my WhatsApp messages. And 99% of the time it drags me to some side, <laughs> it drags me off in some direction I actually don't want to go, which is not my intention. So staying off the phone in the morning while you're doing your morning routine, while you're having your time to center in the morning is key. And the other thing is, um, I want to talk a little bit about the breath work I'm doing in the morning. For me, it shows um, to be the perfect thing to do first thing in the morning. Because no matter in what state I wake up, it always helps to calm me down, to, it helps me to ground, to connect with myself, and to start into the day with a positive outlook. And that's something really, really important, I feel. That's what we need. You know, you want to start from a place of connection to yourself, and you don't want to be the ping pong ball of the circumstances or someone else or um, others' opinions. So connecting with yourself in the morning is really, really crucial, I find. And if you don't have your own meditation routine or practice that you do, you can start with simply setting aside 15 to 20 minutes in the morning. That's the time where you will sit in stillness for yourself. You can sit comfortably 
on your couch, maybe cross-legged or on the floor or on a cushion. And just observe. How are you breathing? Is your breath shallow or is it deep? Where is your breath going? Is it going into the chest or is it going into the um, belly or is it going somewhere in the middle? So you can start observing all this. And by that, you're really connecting to your breath and you will feel that it's grounding you in, in some way. And what I think you will also feel is um, that you will see how it will impact your start into the day and your day as a whole. My third strategy, what really works for me, is focus only on a couple of things a day. This is really crucial. And I'm good in writing to-do lists. You know, they can be like 20, 30 points long and I will drag them around for days and days and days. And sometimes I won't get to do anything. And what I found really, really helpful is to focus on two, maybe three things a day. It depends on how big those tasks are. Maybe you only focus on one thing. So if you say, oh, I really want to study this one thing today, then maybe just stick to that. And that's something that helps us Vata Minds to really focus on stuff. And my friend Kellen Brookman, who's an Ayurvedic expert, by the way, she said in a, in a conversation we had, oh, this is really the container our Vata Minds need. And I think that just gives the perfect image of that, you know, an invisible container that holds our thoughts in place and allows us to focus. So multitasking is over. Going for 100 things a day is over. Focus on two or three things and that will make you feel really accomplished in the evening. Strategy number four is it's kind of an extension of the one I said before. Focus on the tasks you want to achieve that day and stop scrawling. Stop scrawling. <laughs> I mean, we all know it. It's such a black hole regarding our time, but it's also taking our minds in all directions. And that's what we want to avoid. So here's what really works for me. It's as I mentioned before, putting my phone into flight mode and not turning it on until I'm finished with my morning routine. Second, turning my phone off well before I go to bed. So these things are really crucial. And what I also do is during the day, I put my phone into flight mode or, you know, this sleeping mode, moon mode on the iPhone where I'm so I'm not distracted. And this really works wonders. It's magical. It's, so if you've never done that, try that. It's super easy. Don't turn it on before you're done with tuning in in the morning and setting your priorities for the day. Turn it off well before bedtime so you're not thinking about the message you just got. And put it on silence whenever you need focus during the day. Strategy number five for me is going for grounding, embodying yoga. And by yoga, I mean asana practice. 
So the practice I've been doing since the beginning of this month is a forward folds practice. It's a forward folds practice with some twists. And now you might think, why only forward folds? That's so boring. I love a good back bend. You know, I love going into wheel or cobra or up dog. So why would you do only forward folds? The thing is the energy. So when you have a vata mind like I do, and I'm sure like a lot of a lot of us have at the moment because of the circumstances worldwide, because of this season, autumn is a vata season. There is a lot of air moving around. So you want to choose a practice that helps you ground and that helps you embody. And forward folds especially are made for that. Why? It's because of the energy. So when you look at that in yoga, we can create a specific energy with our postures. And that's why we want to go for postures that are supporting our needs and not supporting that which we have already enough of. So if you're feeling like a lot in your head or even... Um, kind of airy and scattered and um, maybe stressed out a little bit. You want to go for a practice that brings you back to yourself, that connects you with the earth and that brings you into your parasympathetic nervous system, the nervous system that helps you to release stress And that helps you to relax again. So if you're doing asana, which is commonly called yoga. So if you're doing a certain practice, certain postures, check if they are really the right thing or the, the right thing for you to do at the moment. And that's strategy number five. Go for a grounding, embodying asana practice. So either change the practice you're doing when it doesn't feel right and doesn't give you the energy that you want to have. And if you're not yet doing asana or yoga, start one that includes the right elements. So I'm wrapping up the five strategies that really help me ground and focus at the moment. The first thing is drink less coffee. The second is get a structure, get a structured morning routine. And the emphasis is here on structure. Number three, focus only on a couple of things a day. Number four, stop scrolling. And number five, go for grounding and embodying asana practice. And If you're now really intrigued about what I just said about um, yoga and asana and the energy that you're evoking by a certain practice, I haven't talked about it in depth yet, but this is a concept of tantric hatha yoga. And tantric hatha yoga and my daily practice is really the thing that changed my life most profoundly over the past year. It started with a yoga intensive, so with a week-long yoga experience I did on Bali last year um, at a studio. It's called The Practice Bali. And 
all that I heard there and the things that I experienced during that week felt so true. So they connected deeply with all levels of my life and they also touched my core in a very profound way. It's hard to describe really, but what stands out to me or one of the things that really stand out is this very practical kind of down-to-earth approach of the teachings. So when I first started my yoga journey in 2012, I was a little bit intimidated by the rigidity, the rigidness of the teachings that told me or that seemed so incompatible with my worldly life. So it was like, okay, you have to choose. It's either the spiritual realm or your worldly life, but you can't have both. And to meditate, you have to go to a cave. And what I discovered with Tantra or Tantric Hatha Yoga is that it's not like that at all. We are here in our human form because we, we are supposed to be here and we are meant to live a fulfilled and thriving life and that is the crucial difference that makes it so fascinating and applicable for me that I can evolve spiritually but I can also live my best life here you know enjoy this life here on earth to the fullest and that's what tantra wants it wants you to thrive in both worlds and really be your best so if you're intrigued now and want to know more about Tantric Hatha Yoga, I have the perfect thing. So I mentioned this intensive I was doing last year. It was a 50-hour course. And now there's a 20-hour course. It's basically the same, just a bit shorter, but it really gives you a deep dive into the teachings, into the um, you know, the the concept behind it, the methodology, the energies you're evoking with your poses so you get a sense of what you're doing and how it can really shape your life and this is a course by kelly she is one of the teachers at the practice in bali and she's an amazing teacher i met her last year and exclusively for you who are listening and for those people who subscribe to my newsletter you get it 50% off. That's really a major offer. I mean, all of you know, 50% is a lot. Usually you get 10, maybe 20, 15%, but not 50. So this is really half the price. The only thing you have to do is subscribe to my newsletter and then you're in 20 hours of pure bliss and deep diving into yoga. So this is a special deal until Thursday, October 29th, Bali time. So make sure you sign up ahead of that. The only thing you have to do is subscribe to my newsletter and you will get access to that offer. It's a super good deal. If you have any questions, reach out to me or reach out to Kelly. I will post contact details below as well. Or in the show notes, depending on where you're listening, go check the show notes out. All the details, all the contacts are in there. And that's basically it for today. So if you like this episode, 
please share it with other Vata minds, share it with friends and family members, and also share it on social media. This really helps me to grow my podcast, and it's an easy, easy thing to do. I'm super thankful for that. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please subscribe to the podcast, leave five stars, and if you feel inspired, even leave a little review. Thank you so much. I'm sending you lots of good vibes from here and wishing you a grounded and very focused day. Bye-bye.